of whom can actually consume the good. We've talked a lot on this program about how price affects behavior. For instance, one of the most effective tools to cut smoking, price and tax hikes. What we know is that if you increase the price by 10%, you will decrease total cigarette consumption by 3 to 4%. But what about when prices fall? The price of food has generally fallen over the past few decades, which makes it easier for people to eat too much. When the price of gasoline drops, people tend to drive more, which leads to more congestion, pollution, and crashes. If you own a bar and you suddenly drop the price of all beverages from $5 to $0.05, how do you think that's going to work out? So the relationship between price and behavior, especially bad behavior, can be pretty strong. And that's what led one Freakonomics Radio listener to put two and two together and come up with a theory. My name is Nathan Corey, and I'm a financial advisor in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Corey used to go to Chuck E. Cheese when he was a kid. His experiences were always very positive. Oh, yeah, very positive. Yeah, absolutely. Now he's got kids of his own. I've got two sons. One is about three and a half, and the other is four months. So he thought about taking his older son to Chuck E. Cheese, but he was also a little wary because of something he'd seen on the news. Certainly in the Milwaukee area for the past few years, there's been reports of violence always coming up in the news at, at Chuck E. Cheese locations. Violence at a restaurant chain that caters to little kids and their families? Yes, indeed. If you just Google Chuck E. Cheese and fight, you'll find plenty of videos like this one. And like this one. Now, we should point out, it's the adults fighting, not the kids. We should also point out that the adults may have been drinking. Because most Chuck E. Cheeses serve wine and beer. Yeah, it, it strikes me as, as pretty odd. Now, granted, we're in Wisconsin where we, you know, would drink beer at church if we could. Anyway, when Nathan Corey decided to bring his young son to Chuck E. Cheese for the first time, he wanted to minimize the chance that he would encounter any violence. We went right when it opened in the morning, so we were literally the, the only people in the whole place. They had a good time playing the arcade games. And what I noticed right away after playing a couple of games with my son was that every machine in Chuck E. Cheese cost just one token. Even the games that lasted the longest, that seemed like they should have been more expensive. And that really struck me as being kind of odd that there was no price variance between the games. You know, this was a subject of debate. That's Nolan Bushnell, who founded Chuck E. Cheese 40 years ago in San Diego. The debate was whether to make some games more expensive than others. We felt that since most of our revenue really came from kids under eight, I felt that it would be confusing. And we tested a few things, and we found that it really didn't change the revenue that much. What you're assuming is that we'd make more money if we charged more. It turns out that that isn't the factor. Before Chuck E. Cheese, Bushnell co-founded the video game company Atari. Chuck E. Cheese was a way to maximize his profits from popular games like Pong. Well, in the case of Pong, it was such a hit that you'd sell it for $1,000, and in its lifetime, it'd make 30000 It didn't take rocket science to say, hey, I'm on the wrong side of this equation. I shouldn't just be selling the machines. I should be operating the machines. So we were basically a Silicon Valley startup. 
And we are going to be celebrating our 40th anniversary in May of 2017. That's Michael Hartman. And I'm the chief marketing officer at CEC Entertainment. CEC Entertainment being the parent company of Chuck E. Cheese. Today, CEC is owned by a private equity firm called Apollo Global Management. It's planning an IPO for Chuck E. Cheese later this year. And was Chuck E. Cheese one of the first what are now known as family entertainment concept companies where, you know, kids and parents come together to do stuff, have fun, play games and eat? Absolutely. We were definitely one of the first uh, family entertainment concepts. If you look back, you know, in terms of what the competition and the landscape was in 1977, it was bowling alleys, dingy arcades and movie theaters. And what Nolan wanted to do was to make video games more accessible to families and to younger children. Part of that accessibility is affordability our guest is very price conscious. And so we want to make sure that they can have an excellent experience for a family of four starting at about $30. Which means keeping the price of games low. The price varies a bit depending on what kind of package you buy, but rule of thumb...